0: Welcome to Exploit It. I'm Alexis Chowski. I'm
1: Kevin Daly.
0: And this week we are talking about Deathgasm from 2015. Deathgasm. <laughs> from <Sorry>. tw- <laughs> had to do it. Had to do it. Yep. From 2015, directed by Jason Lee Howden. Howden. Jason Lee Howden. My sloppy ass handwriting. You know that evil heavy metal that your parents hate you listening to. <laughs>
2: Those lyrics about hell, demons, and doom. What if I told you it's all real? I know. I was there. Jesus! It's piss. That's me, Brody. My friends are losers. So we started a band.
3: <laughs> Check it out.
4: Ricky Daggers. Is he dead? Wouldn't it be crazy if the music had something to do with demons? Demons.
2: Translating those pages. Now people are turning crazy, like possessed, crazy.
3: What's up? That was pretty cool. As is, I mean, the axe and the.
4: I'm
0: sure I'm in the right tuning. Brother So, I loved, loved this movie.
1: It's so good.
0: <laughs> That's why, like, when I first watched it a couple months ago, it jumped right up to the top of, like, as soon as possible episodes.
1: It's so good. This is my favorite movie we've watched so far. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's
0: another film from New Zealand, and we're going to do our best to not
1: compare it to dead alive. There's some some comparison to be made, but it's definitely got its own flavor. Yeah, it is a really gory
0: zombie movie that's a lot of fun, but it's also about heavy metal.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it is definitely got a lot of love for metal.
0: Yes. So the film starts with the narrator, uh Brody, our main character, and he's like, "You know how uh, that evil heavy metal your parents warned you about?" that would lead to devil worship and things like that, well, they were totally right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And this is that story. My first thing is, I bet you the music's going to kick ass. Oh, was I right? Yes. Actually, that first song is by Axe Slasher. It's so good. Every song in this movie is good.
0: And he starts giving his backstory, and so at first I'm just kind of on the fence about this movie, until he goes, My mom went on a meth bender and tried to suck off a Santa Claus in a crowded mall.
1: <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> and I wrote, Meth is a hell of a drug.
0: That's when I was sold on this movie. It was like, What the fuck kinda of movie is this? I'm on. I'm on board.
1: It just feels like just straight up like metal ocalypse and they turned it into a live action movie. It definitely it's does. It's great. Yep. This
0: kid Brody, you know, because he never mentions his dad, but his mom is in prison,
1: I guess. Yep, for trying to suck off a Santa.
0: And so he's living in the town of Gray Point. That's the name of the town. And he's living with his uncle, who, according to him, is
1: balls deep into Jesus. Well, given his uh, selection of tools later. Yes. We'll get to there, but uh, the, the description may be rather apt. <laughs> and so you get this family, balls
0: deep into Jesus, and this metal kid that comes along. They don't, they don't like their nephew. He's got a dickhead cousin named David.
1: Yeah, total bro.
0: Yeah, who teases him, tells him, like, why don't you go blow truck drivers for food like your mom? <laughs> I mean... And he meets, uh, who's the first kid he meets? The one with the glasses. What is his damn name? Dion!
1: Dion, yeah, okay. So Dion... I like him, too, but I can't remember, couldn't remember his name. He
0: is. So Dion's getting picked on, and they're, they're trying to shove his D&D die up his nose. Uh, yep. and Brody kind of sticks up for him it's like here you dropped your dice
1: technically dice is used as singular now at the time this movie was they weren't really using it we have migrated to using dice as singular as well as plural now it's just easier
0: and Dion tells them, eh it's just a d10 <laughs>
1: I mean that is you could be shoving something thicker up there
0: he, he's like hey you want to see something awesome and they go to
1: a D and D game. I, I mean, that's awesome to me. But I'm a huge fucking nerd, so.
0: And that's when we meet Giles, the other, the other nerd, who was suspended for violating a CPR training dummy.
1: And they don't go into any further detail. And we probably don't need any.
0: He's like a family of goblins is humping your dead feet. I, I, I don't know why I have that written down. <laughs>
1: it's great though.
0: Oh, because he they get in a fight over the D and D game.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that's right.
0: Giles character dies and he's like, How'd that happen? I cast a fireball. He's like, You cast it at a fire demon, you idiot.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, I wrote it. Dion, I have it there like a couple lines from now when we get to a different scene.
0: And that's when the bullies come in with their super soakers.
1: Filled with piss. Filled Classic. with piss. Classic bully behavior. Oh, there is a scene where he's like imagining that girl and it looks like a Frazetta painting.
0: Yes. Um, And that was actually where I was going to get to because he puts on – there's the girl that he crushes on at first. Medina is her name. That's right. And in voiceover, he says, the cause of all awkward boners.
1: That's right. Yeah, well.
0: And then when he puts – He zones out of the D&D game and puts on his headphones, and it just – it shows that, that scene that looks like a Frazetta painting. He's got he's pretty sweet. this big old sword, these women are over him, and he looks down and uses laser vision to make them topless. Yep. Just blows off their bras
1: and like, or has something of like heavy metal magazine or something. Yes. <laughs> it's great. So good.
0: And then um let's see. Oh Brody is drawing in class is the next scene.
1: Yes, this is an awesome scene.
0: The teacher comes up and because he's like, Oh, is that me being stabbed in the ass with hot pokers?
1: Yep, great shading on the demon penises. Yes. Which is one of my favorite lines in any movie ever.
0: Great shading on the demon penises. But you still have detention. Detention.
1: That's right. It's like, I respect your art, however.
0: <laughs> and then we see that David is kind of dating Medina. Yeah. She's really not into it. Her
1: boyfriend, he don't know any. It's like an American Hi-Fi song.
0: And David's a piece of shit, and he's like, Oh, yeah, look, look at that, that fucking Brody kid, you know? And Medina's really not into it, and she's like, You know, I I, I don't find bullying yeah. people to be a turn on. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: bullying isn't a huge turn on
0: for me. And we are introduced to his favorite, um, Brody's favorite store, Alien Records. Yep, place is sweet.
1: Yep. Vinyl everywhere. It's glorious.
0: And we get our first introduction to a band called Haxon Sword. Uh,
1: yes, that's right.
0: Yeah, Hacks Sword, whose front man was Ricky Daggers.
1: Yes, right, great name.
0: Who killed rabbits on stage with, like, what, a crowbar or something?
1: A claw hammer. Oh, no, yeah.
0: And that's where Brody meets
1: Zack. Double K, if I recall correctly. Yes, Double K. Like Zack Wilde, mm-hmm. guitar player.
0: Yeah. Zack, who is described his leaving destruction and teen pregnancy in his wake.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Zach is quickly becomes Brody's best friend. They are both into metal.
1: Pretty much the only thing they have in common. Well, they kind of have weird parent situations, too. So I have that.
0: Yeah, they do. They both have shitty home lives. But like when they're looking through the records, Brody's paying more attention to what Zach is looking at and doesn't realize that he's holding up this poison album. (laughs) <laughs> and Zach looks over at him with this like derisive look, and Bro- Brody's like, "Oh no, 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 that's not mine."
1: <laughs> I mean, hair metal is still metal. Yeah, uh, I do like that they that they said Zach. What Zach like? Stabbed a classmate because he broke his King Diamond suit tape, and I'm yeah. like, "I do that too. You don't disrespect the king."
0: And he's like, "Stabbed him with a, a compass, or was it a yeah. something else?"
1: <laughs> it looked like a compass. Yeah. Anyway, yes, King Diamond is awesome. Don't disrespect the king.
0: And then they're instantly blood brothers. They cut each other's hands open, and
1: they're like, hail Satan. That's right.
0: And so they're like, let's start a band. And so they get Dion and Giles into their band.
1: Who can apparently play.
0: Yeah, Dion plays keyboard, and Giles plays drums.
1: It could be like Children of Bodom has a a keyboard player. Yeah,
0: it's, it's not uncommon.
1: I uh, made a note that if – I know Dion doesn't play guitar, but if the guitar player looks like Dion, you're going to die in the pit.
0: Because <laughs> the guitar player's Brody. Brody.
1: Yeah. Uh, if your guitar player looks like Brody too, you're probably still going to die in the pit as well.
0: Or if your lead singer bassist looks like Zach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Zach looks like a normal metal dude. But every time you get like a super nerdy dude playing guitar, like lead guitar, like that that is just going to cause you to just die. That's like the joke. Huh. It's a meme. Music memes. <laughs> Metal memes.
0: <laughs> so they try to come up with the name for their band. And I wrote down their, their offerings. the <laughs> Murder boner, toothed vagina, maggot sperm, cannibal unicorn, or just 13 S's just... <laughs> <laughs> but Zach says, it's deathgasm, all uppercase, because lowercase is for pussies. <laughs> That's right. And I think... Well.
1: You're a death
0: metal band. Somebody else is like, "Well, how about?" No, I fucking told you, it's Deathgasm. We are Deathgasm.
1: <laughs> yeah, Zach takes over pretty, uh, pretty heavily here. Yep.
0: We realize Brody's still struggling on guitar. He gets nervous. Not that he's a bad player. It's just that he,
1: he has some anxiety
0: issues. <laughs> anxiety issues. Because it's like metal solo shredded, and he's like, "Dink, dink, dink, dink," you know, kind of messing it up. And then we have. Uh, Transition that says metal up your butthole for no reason. I had to write that one down. I mean, that's you know, that's a thing. Yep. And this is where Zack takes Brody to that like abandoned, shitty-looking house. Right. And we find out all the lore about Ricky Daggers.
1: Yep. That's right. right.
0: Including the rabbits with the claw hammer thing. Yes, the rabbits with the claw hang. And it's like, but whatever happened to him? Oh, he spent all his money on cook, horse, and Satan shit.
1: Uh, I, I, I spend two my money on two out of three of those things.
0: Oh, really?
1: <laughs> yep. No, I'm just kidding.
0: So they um, find Ricky Daggers live in here, just all like laying on the floor, asleep, clutching this hacks and sword record. It looks even more like a. It looks like an even more strung out Iggy Pop. He does very much like a strung out Iggy Pop, and they try to get the record from him. Because it's some like rare release that they only put out like six hundred and sixty six copies of. That's right.
1: They have one of them in the Alien records.
0: Yeah. Of course, Ricky Daggers wakes up and it's like, Hey, "You motherfuckers!"
1: Yeah, he's about to beat the shit out of these kids with a
0: bat. And he's like, "Did Aeon send you? Did Aeon send you? Tell Aeon to go fuck himself." And they're like, "No, man, we just broke in. We're we're fans."
1: Like somebody gave you up because that's how they found. Like it was in a magazine or something.
0: Yeah. And he's like, oh shit, oh shit, they found me. Uh, take this and go. Get out of here and hand them the here. record. And this guy in his suit shows up. Yep. And kills Man. Ricky. i his throat.
1: Yep. Puts his throat because I love that so much. And, oh, like, I could do without better. that one. Yeah, that was the hard, I mean, as far as, that's the hardest scene for me to watch together. There's so many other bad, like, gore in this movie that doesn't bother me. For some reason, that just drives me
0: nuts. And so... Brody and Zach, they, they they take out the record, and it's a Rick Astley record. Never gonna
3: give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and
1: desert you. Well, they were never going to give him up. They were Rickrolled. <laughs> they were Rickrolled, which is beautiful. Uh,
0: but they find these papers in there that are for some music, and it's got a Latin name that they haven't translated yet. Right. And they're like, we should play this, let's learn this. He's like, it's music. Can you read it? Yeah, it's pretty universal. <laughs> it, it is.
1: Well, I mean, like, like sometimes you learn, especially if you're a guitarist or a bass player, you can learn without actually learning how to read music.
0: Yeah, but like. Like, I don't remember
1: how to read music. It's been years.
0: But it's not written in any language. It's just. Doc. Right,
1: right. Well, right. well I, I, it just means I, I don't think Zach knows how to read sheet music.
0: And that's when we get that wonderful scene with Aeon. And the guy that, I love
1: the scene.
0: The guy that killed Ricky shows up and he's like, I'm sorry that they got away with the, the black him." And Anne's like, okay, well, well, cut his head off. You know, you got to be punished. And so these two cultists come out and they cut off his head. And he's like, oh, you motherfuckers, not on this Santori rug. Do it again. Yeah. And they're like, you want to put the tarp down? <laughs> they put the tarp down and they kind of like hold the head back over the body and wave the sword over it. Kind of move it slightly
1: through that. It just kind of drop the head. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, there, that's much better. I love that scene. It's so good.
0: And we're going to stop for a commercial break real quick. We'll be right back.
2: Hello. We hear a lot about parents trying to ban or stop heavy metal music. But Moms Who Rock would like to show that not all parents want to take away your Slayer records, your Cannibal Corpse records, your Rotting Christ records, or even your Cradle of Filth records. We at Moms Who Rock seek only to promote safe, headbanging fun. We only want to promote inclusive mosh pits and helping those who fall into those said mosh pits, and resting your poor throat after a few hours of Cookie Monster vocals. Think beyond back-masking vocals and cleaning up after you summon soul-sucking demons that seek to rip out everyone's eyeballs. Let your kids jam out to the likes of Murder Boner, Tooth Vagina, or Maggot Sperm. If your little angel wants to start a death metal band called Birth Canal Boat Ride, us other moms will buy their t-shirts and support them. Moms who rock just want to say, rock out with your cock out after you finish your homework.
0: We're back. So we have them making a music video. And they're doing the whole black metal thing, corpse paint, everything. Yep. Oh, I thought it was more like Kiss.
1: Uh, well, one of. The, Giles is dressed like somebody out of Kiss. Yeah,
0: he's got the whiskers. His,
1: yeah, his corpse paint. Uh, not quite. But yeah, they're doing the whole black metal corpse paint thing.
0: And uh, they're all in costumes, except for Dion is wearing, like, regular shirt and shorts. But with the corpse makeup, and he goes and tries to like give this sword
1: a handjob. He reminds me of—I uh, don't know how familiar you are with Ramstein, but like they have their keyboardist Flaka is just—he just reminds me of <laughs> <And> <laughs> fucking, so, <laughs> fucking Dion.
0: The song they're recording is called "Intestinal Bungee Jump." Um, uh, nope. crowbar abortion records. <laughs> Like that's that sounds dark. like
1: a death metal label.
0: <laughs> and then they're leaving, and that's um, when Brody meets Medina. Right. And they have that wonderful shot of them eating ice cream together.
1: The blackest ice cream times infinity.
0: Because they're just eating ice cream, but he's in all the corpse makeup
1: and licking the ice cream cone. They're- there is something deeply amusing about a guy in corpse painting eating ice cream.
0: And she's she's flirting hardcore with him. Yeah, yep,
1: yeah, she is.
0: And he's just like, oh, I'm really, really into metal. Have you ever checked out this metal? And that's when he gives his philosophy about metal, which I actually really liked. I mean, it's a total yeah. angsty teenager view, but he's like, it's somebody else that knows your pain. That's right. And so he hands her a bunch of CDs of metal. She's going through them and she's like, "Oh, anal
1: cunt, real band? Yes, real band. I uh, yeah, like to do Legolas. Isn't it just a bunch of you saying it's like? Well, no. I mean, well, unless it's grindcore or death metal or porno grind or scream, or black metal. <laughs> <or> scream. <laughs> I mean, I like grindcore. I like the, my favorite. Fuck, I'm dead. That's my favorite grindcore band. I also like Daughters and the Locust.
0: You know a lot more about metal than I do." <laughs>
1: I know a few things. And
0: um, we get a quick scene where they try to play the the black hymn. Yes. And it starts to turn Brody's uncle into a zombie. Yeah. And his eyes start bleeding and everything, but they they fuck up the song. Right. But we know he gets that.
1: Anxiety and didn't, yeah. yeah.
0: And we get that great scene where Medina checks out metal. Like she's listening to rap music, and then she pops in the metal CD, and it blows her mind. It gives her the Frazetta painting. <laughs> yes, and she's just like just waving an axe above her head and she's also got the woman fawning over her. That's right. And that's what about when Brody translates the uh, the song to it's a black hymn it it's summoning the king of
1: demons, a black hymn for gaining power and fortune. Right. I will mention one thing. In that scene right after they fail the song, because they're like it, it kind of like uh I can't remember what what he says but Zach's basically says like oh because he's talking about his his anxiety his like heart getting tense and stuff he's like what was it like one time a girl squeezed my balls just his eye and I came blood Like, I mean, blood. It's like that's that's ow. a metal song right uh, that yes, has it is. to be it's a, it's a Cannibal Corpse song I Come Blood oh. real song <laughs> see I, I, I know Cannibal, cannibal Corpse, corpse. Yep. for those of you who don't know Cannibal Corpse they're the band in Ace Ventura Pet Detective when he goes into the Concert. brody
0: gets beat up like really brutal beating from his cousin david yep and they rip out his piercing from his ear ouch that is the weakness of piercings brody's just having the worst day he's all beat up and then medina tries to track him down and goes to zag who's siphoning diesel from an ambulance from an ambulance it's beautiful and she goes up phenomenal like, she's like are you stealing petrol no nah, it's diesel like it's the that's better it's like it's it's, just diesel she's like don't you feel any guilt no not at all and that's when we get the wider shot that shows it's an ambulance she hands him a note to give to zach that he just throws away because zach is terrible at notes zach is just terrible yeah zach is terrible that said the notes like meet me at the park at 9 p.m brody and i'm like she could have texted
1: that Heart winky face. Yeah. Yeah I don't maybe New Zealand didn't get cell phones until two thousand like twenty. Yeah. Know. No, they had to have had them. I don't know, it's a New Zealand. They're they're an isolated island. I have no idea.
0: Zach lies to Brody and instead goes to meet Medina at nine o'clock at night in the in the park, offers her up his jacket, and is like, I don't want you to freeze your tits off. Right. And the the beautiful line she has goes, Thank you for considering the well being of my tits.
1: Because Medina's actually
0: pretty cool. She is. And so Brody decides his vengeance on the world is going to be the black hip. And he's like, okay, guys, let's fucking do this song. That's right. And we have, they play the song, and it's this beautiful montage of the neighborhood turning into zombies. Blood flowing down rivers,
1: all sorts of shit happens, great.
0: Everybody is vomiting blood. We have this shot of a baby carriage and the baby—you could see is spitting out blood—and oh. it's just wonderful. I love that scene. Yeah, that's great. We're gonna stop for a commercial break real quick, and we'll be right back.
4: Are you a metal fan but get labeled and bullied as some sort of dangerous loner? How many times have dumb jocks beat on you and ripped your piercings? Just because you dared to introduce some pretty gal to anal cunt, what the hell, mate? It doesn't matter if your alignment is chaotic, neutral, or lawful good. You're gonna want revenge, and boy, I got the product for you. It is the Victoria Rex demonic.
2: Now
4: yeah, fuck it, the Black Him, the Vict Queen Whatever, the Black Him summoning the King of Demons in order to gain power and fortune. Those dickhead bullies will pay. Your uncle, who has balls deep into Jesus, will pay. At 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the Devil's time zone, aloft the blind one will appear in the rising of the blood moon to grant you that forementioned power and fortune. Get the vengeance and respect you've always deserved. Try the Black Hem today. The Black Hem has been known to take all you listened into into Seeding zombies. Power and fortune is only granted by a lot to those who with the darkest souls. The black hem is not meant for regular usage. Please consult your physician if your friends and neighbors began vomiting or shedding blood. Please share responsibility, mate. And we're back. So Zach and
0: Brody go over to Zach's house, and they see his dad just slamming his head into the wall.
1: Bang your head. Mental health. Like the Twisted Sister song. That is. Pretty sure that's the reference.
0: And he's got this blindfold on that they take off, and they see he's pulled out his own eyes.
1: Where we're going, we don't need eyes. It's like the end of Venturizing. Spoilers, I guess, for like a 30-year-old movie. Actually, before that – that's not
0: until later. We have just a regular day at school. Like that whole name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We skipped. I don't know why we skipped. This is great. Brody's in the bathroom, and I guess it's... some Somebody comes up to him, and it's like, the blind one is coming. He will suck out your intestines for a thousand years and use your ribs as toothpicks. It's that friend of his cousin who... Yeah, the cousin's friend. Up. And then he goes away, and then he comes back. Did I also mention that he'll you know, like crush your balls for a million years. No, you didn't mention it. Well, he's going to. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the math teachers, a zombie. And he's just up at the, the whiteboard shitting blood out of his shorts. Yep. And the whole class is at first they're giggling, but then they're like, Oh God, he's still going. And he like turns around and that
1: poor girl in the front, she gets vomited blood on
0: poor girl with a white sweater. <laughs> And he just constant stream of vomit. The class all runs away, oh. and that's when we get Brody and Zack with Zack's dad.
1: Right, goes full Event Horizon.
0: He does, cause he's got his eyes pulled out, and he's attacking them, and they they fight him off, and they end up crushing his head with an engine.
1: And apparently, that's uh, that's how he'd want to
0: go. Yeah, I think that's how he want to go out. Brody's like, it is a better way to go out. Should we check his pulse? It's like, no, he's got a fucking engine for a head, and you want to check his pulse? Yeah. And we get a quick scene with Giles and Dion fighting off
1: zombies with their, like, paint guns. There's another Metal Song reference, too, because he, uh, Zach goes, uh, for, you know, for whom the bell tolls, which is a...
0: Yes, that's a Metallica song.
1: The Metallica song, so a a little nod there.
0: They got their paint guns fighting the zombies, and... Dion pulls out his dice, and he's like, who the fuck brings a dice purse to a demon apocalypse?
1: <laughs> the dice are more effective than the paintballs.
0: Yeah, they put the dice in the paintball gun.
1: I mean, it doesn't, at least it, embed, it doesn't do a whole lot, but at least it embeds in him rather than just bouncing off.
0: Let's see. So we learned that Alos is the king of demons.
1: Well, Medina shows up at the end of that scene, too. Yes. And she just splits that guy in two with the axe.
0: She is badass axe chick from her fantasies
1: now. And she said she wanted to have some sort of one liner. Couldn't come up with
0: one. Like I want to ask you a question. Um, yeah, Zack and do they go to see the the psychic at the record shop. Yes. Who gives them the whole lore dump about Aloth and that at three a.m. on the night of a
1: blood moon. Blood moon.
0: Yep.
1: And all non-basic lands will be mountains. Yes. That's a magic card. Yes, it is. I'm a, I'm a huge magic nerd, so. Every time I see a blood moon, it is, like, all non-basic lands are mountains. And
0: Zach has to
1: ask, is that 3 a.m. Pacific or
0: Eastern? Do demons recognize daylight savings? (laughs) I love that. Those
1: are good questions to ask.
0: I'm like, but you're in New Zealand. That's a totally—that's not Pacific or Eastern time zones.
1: Right. That's true.
0: Oh, yeah, we get more with Dion and— Giles and Medina, and the, they're gonna go to the
1: school. Right. They leave a note on the door of of Brody's house. Brody's parents, uncles my aunt's house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. We get that line where Dion's like, "My dad said the school's a, you know, safe place, at least. Well, he, until he got possessed and tore my mom's skin off. Yeah. And Giles goes, "That was hours ago. Get over it. That's right. And they go out, and the weapon that Dion has are Hulk
1: gloves. As yes, he does.
0: I'm like, those things are big and padded so children can beat each other up. I don't think they're going to work on the zombies, man. Probably not. And so the cultists show up in town. We got Aeon and the woman. I never caught her. Oh, shit, I had her name. I'm just going to call her, like, cult woman or something. And they run into David's friend zombie who gives them, like, Aeloth is coming. Right. And, and he will only take the the darkest soul he'll bind with the darkest soul and that's when Cult Woman just kills Aeon and goes okay i'm going to be his bitch
1: like <laughs> well, kill i like that she kills him by stabbing him in the throat with a dagger and Erica's earlier on she's like he's like forcing her to give head <laughs> him head. Him oh yeah <laughs> way back in that and I she like goes who doesn't have a gag reflex now <laughs> I'm like nice
0: that is good who good so Brody and Zach decide that, like, we're going to try to play the, the black hand backwards to get rid of all the zombies. They're going to go Rob Halford style. That's what right. they
1: say. I mean, I guess that that was going to be the goal,
0: because it makes sense. We get that really clever dialogue where, because Brody's hung up on Medina, and Zach's like, just face it, you're never going to get to second base with that girl.
1: Huh? Right. You know, anal. I don't want to know what fourth base is.
0: But... <laughs> yeah. If second base is anal. (laughs) (laughs) And they show up at the house, and Zack just takes the note off the door and throws it away. Because he's a dick. He's a dick. And they go into the house, and yep, Brody's aunt and uncle are zombies that attack him. Right. And so they lock themselves in the bedroom, and they're like, oh, look, this box has church stuff. It's probably crosses and crucifixes we can use. But no, it's nothing but a bunch of sex toys.
1: The uh, anal bees and a double
0: dong. <laughs> yeah. And there's some vibrators they pull out. Right. And so they're like, okay, let's go find the demons with the sex toys. <laughs>
1: so they're just wailing on whaling on the demons with anal beads and <laughs> this <laughs> like big giant rubber Two foot two foot double dong. Brody tries to go get a
0: chainsaw, but it doesn't work that good. Yeah, right. because they um, there's actually a really good shot here with one of the demons on Brody, where it's the point of view from the demon's mouth.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was good.
0: And you have the teeth chomping down, but they kill them yeah. with the sex toys. Tough way to go. Yep. And then David shows up and he's like, what the fuck is going on? And then Brody just chainsaws him. <laughs> Zach's
1: like, I don't think he was a
0: zombie. Yeah, he came in here and said something about Satan. He was totally a zombie.
1: Kind of earned that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. we're going to stop real quick for another commercial break. We'll be right back. Hey,
3: everybody, did the news get around about a guy named Butcher Pete? Old Pete just flew into this town and he's chopping up all the women's meat. Hey, everybody, it's Butcher Pete here with a brand new product everyone can use. Sometimes when you're out there hacking, whacking, and chopping that meat, you'll find that your standard chainsaws and meat cleavers just aren't effective enough. Demonic zombies are tough to kill and require a learned hand. Sometimes the only way to kill a demonic zombie is by impaling its head on a 10-inch rubber cock. For that, I am offering you Butcher Pete's Death Dildos. This line of rubber dicks, anal beads, neon light-up clit-tickling vibrators have been blessed by only the most devout cultists for added effectiveness when you find yourself fighting those demonic hordes. Butcher Pete's death dildos are the only brand of sex toys recognized by the Catholic Church as an effective tool for exorcism. So if you need to fight zombies in a pinch, you can feel confident going into battle as you pull one of my quality sex toys out of your wife or girlfriend or boyfriend. Or that non-binary Starbucks barista you just met five minutes ago when they misread the name on your caramel macchiato. I don't care whose orifices you put these in, Butcher Pete doesn't ask questions, and Butcher Pete doesn't judge. Sorry, honey. I'm gonna need that. The zombies are here. So, pick up a set of Butcher Pete's death dildos, for when you're hitting that G-spot as the demon apocalypse happens, Butcher Pete will make sure you're prepared.
0: And we're back. So, apparently, Zach set the, the zombies up to have oral sex for, like, no
1: reason. What? They were like that? This movie's wrapping up fast. It was just, just uh, it was a very brisk movie. Lots of stuff. We get, a a. Uh... Weapon montage. Sorry. Yes, they they make some makeshift weapons, including attaching some stuff to the guitars, which is pretty sweet.
0: Yes, uh, Brody gets a drill on his guitar. Yep. And they stand there, and they're like, this is brutal as fuck.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: All the pages from the Black Hymn go scattered around, so they have to run around like some fetch quest
1: to find all the pages. Right, they encounter a dude who's just sitting there hanging dong. Yeah zombie hanging dong and then he cuts it with a weed whacker and zach goes you're good really good at whacking guys off and i feel the whole movie had been setting up for that joke and i actually facepalmed
0: <laughs> they get to the school they go in they find medina and dion and giles and that's when brody discovers the truth because he sees zach's jacket and medina's bag right and we learned that zach is bad with notes and a shitty friend. A shitty,
1: shitty friend. Hey, yeah, a really shitty friend.
0: And they start fighting and Medina breaks it up, goes, save it for the demons!
1: And Zack broods off.
0: Yeah, and Dion tries to calm Brody and goes, you know, it, it wouldn't work out. He's chaotic neutral and you're lawful good. Different alignments. Yeah, <laughs> I know.
1: I, I think that's, I think chaotic neutral is correct for Zack. I wouldn't describe Dio- or described Brody as lawful good
0: no he's
1: neutral or chaotic I do think good is correct a neutral or chaotic good though and they do they like
0: everybody put their hands and they're like yeah you know fuck yeah and she puts
1: out the wrong fingers that's right she's like the hang loose and he has to like <laughs> adjust her fingers to the, the <laughs> devil the, the horns so they need to find a place with
0: speakers and the only place that they can think of is Ricky Dagger's house.
1: And he does have some pretty massive speakers in there.
0: And they get down there only to run into the cultists. Right. And you get the cultist woman, and I think it's Giles that has the line of, I can't tell if I have a fear boner or a boner boner.
1: I think that was Dion, but they were beating the shit out of Giles, whatever Dion said.
0: And I know Medina calls her a Manson family cum bucket. That's, (laughs) That's right. And so they get tied up and put in another room. We have the line of Do you uh, think if I if Ricky... we to let us go if we soil ourselves? <laughs> right. Because too late.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. And then, was it was at Ricky Dagger's corpse apparently is possessed?
0: Yeah, and he he talks and he's like, Which one of you cunts wants to be skull fucked first? And think Dion's like, no, not me. I need my skull. All
1: right. And then then Ricky decides to go after Dion, and Giles is like pushing him towards Ricky, going, "Sacrifice is a noble thing." He's such a dick.
0: It's a noble thing. But Zach shows back up on the scene, in his corpse makeup now.
1: Dual wielding chainsaws.
0: Dual wielding chainsaws. He fights off zombies. He. Kills Ricky Daggers, uh, puts the chainsaw in his ass, yep. goes, metal up your ass, motherfucker.
1: That's right. Groovy. Uh,
0: no, Dion. Oh, yeah, Dion does die here.
1: Spoiler. Yeah, in a second. Yeah, he goes back out, and he gets his fucking head ripped out of his spine. by, Or his head and spine ripped out by some random demon-possessed yep. people. And then Giles dies shortly right after
0: that. He gets disarmed.
1: And, yep. Mm-hmm. Literally disarmed.
0: Yes, his arms are torn off. Zack has that wonderful fight montage like in the front yard. Yep.
1: Goes for some spin to win.
0: That big old spiral jump and kills four zombies at once. That's right. And they're trying to play the song and as the zombies come, that's why Brody has the drill on the guitar so he could just drill at these zombies while still playing. And it's three AM, you know, all the spooky stuff is happening now. And the, the cult woman just rips off all of her clothes, instantly naked, and goes, take me, Aloth.
1: And he possesses her, and then Zack just chainsaws her.
0: Yep. Zack chainsaws her, so Aloth possesses Zack.
1: Because he's the evilest dude in there.
0: Yep. Zack. More proof that Zack sucks.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: You know, and the, so now he's the big demon, and he's got one-liners.
1: So there's a great, uh, a great bit Here, that's kind of a a little bit of a nod to the band Mayhem, where he says he wants to pull a Burzum and go a solo project because Burzum killed their uh, guitarist, oh. <laughs> killed their band member, former band member in the black metal scene, and then started his and then started his own project, solo project. So that was that's a reference to yeah the black metal band Mayhem and their. Uh, Guitar player, I think I can't remember, but yes. Anyway.
0: Well, now I get that joke because I didn't understand it at all.
1: <laughs> right, it's a that's a kind of a deep metal, uh, a metal lore nerd thing, deep cut. Brody
0: jams out on the guitar. I get. I don't know if he actually plays the metal hymn backwards, but he just shreds it. You know. No,
1: yeah, I don't think so. But I think what he does do is he distract. He, he uses it the the power of metal to bring Zach back to his senses long enough to.
0: Yeah, because Zach, Zach is like, the metal brought me back.
1: Yeah, you can't kill the metal.
0: No, I was actually just thinking about that song. You can't kill the metal. The metal will live on. But they have to kill Zach. And I put, oh, he has to kill Zach. Oh, well. Such a shame. The sucked. He One good act at the end. Doesn't redeem him for being as shitty as he was.
1: (laughs) No, but good enough.
0: And we just now cut to two months later. Right. Medina and Brody are sleeping together. And I don't know why she has to go home. Because they they do point out that everybody's dead.
1: Right. Everybody who heard it was dead, which is the whole town, I think. Because it's a small town.
0: And Medina's totally into metal now. She's got the piercings. They're talking talking about how much she hates Mike cupping. Right. And they just, they're just they tossing metal trivia off each other. And right once Medina leaves, we get it. It's all spooky. The record's going by itself. It's like, you thought you could get rid of me? It's
1: and- just Zach fucking with him.
0: No, it's just Zach fucking with him. And did you see the post credit scene? Yeah, where they're discussing...
1: Uh, new band names.
0: Well, they start by talking about dead musicians because Zach's talking about. He's like, oh yeah, Kurt Cobain is here, Paul McCartney's here, it's great.
1: And Paul then, McCartney, who's not actually dead.
0: Yeah. And they have. Yeah, and they start discussing band names. There was Fansaw Circumcision, inter- Intesticide, Bestiality Bliss, and Birth Control Boat Riders. <laughs> And they're still talking as it fades to black. Right. And that's Death Chasm. It's so good.
1: Music's it, great. Soundtracks, kick-ass, yeah. It is all a great.
0: wild, wild ride
1: of a movie. And if you love metal, just all the little in-jokes and references and the soundtrack itself. Like, it's, it's fucking awesome. It is,
0: and plenty of gore. This movie yeah, has yeah. so many exploding heads and limbs ripped off. and.
1: New Zealand doing what it does best, extraordinarily violent gore comedies. Well, the guy that directed the movie, his real career before directing
0: this, um, he did a lot of rotoscoping and visual effects. And can you guess which movies? Uh, well, he does visual effects and he's in New Zealand. Oh, did you work on the Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah, and the Hobbit movies. Like if you uh, live in New Zealand, you you were involved in this movie somehow. Yeah, I mean only like
1: 15 people live in New Zealand, so.
0: And they're all in every Lord of the Rings movie or worked on it in some aspect. Yep, yeah, the entire island gets together. He does a great job with this movie, and it's fast paced. The movie never yeah. slows down.
1: Yeah, it starts. You know, once it's once the action takes off, once we get the first possessed dudes, it doesn't. The movie does not stop
0: and even before then it's such a witty movie that there's so many great one-liners
1: it's very very funny
0: it is um any other thoughts on it
1: uh i want a sequel but i don't think i'm gonna get one and i'm very sad
0: hey there's still time i mean this movie only came out in 2015
1: they should just do a fucking paramount plus or netflix or whatever amazon series apple tv i don't know Ah,
0: it'll be on, um, Netflix for two seasons and get pulled off.
1: Even though people like it? Yep, that sounds about right.
0: Well, I googled here and there's a Deathgasm 2 will unleash Gormageddon, but that article is from 2015.
1: Yeah, might be in development hell. Yep. Well, I can hope. I want more. So do I, but we have plenty of movies. Yeah, that's true. There'll, there'll be more fun ones, I'm sure. I just, as a as a guy who kind of likes the metal, I uh, I really appreciated this this one a lot. I had a great time with this.
0: Oh, there is no Death Chasm 2. There was a sequel that was revealed, and it was supposed to be in pro- in production. And let's see here. On January 31st, 2021, Howden tweeted that the film was rejected by the New Zealand Film Commission Board, so the production would not go ahead. Satch. Yep. Yeah, but, oh, he sounded great. If you thought the first deathgasm was puerile, juvenile, and dumb, then Gormageddon will melt your face off and force you to barricade yourself inside, safe with some Terrence Malick and Coldplay.
1: <laughs> I like the shade throughout Terrence Malick. <laughs> yes, and Coldplay. I mean, Coldplay gets plenty of shade. Through. I don't think Terrence Malick gets enough shit for how boring his movies are.
0: No, he gets fucking Oscars.
1: I know. Thin Red Light is fucking terrible. Sorry, I don't know if that's a hot take, but if it's a hot take, fuck it. That's my opinion. The movie was awful.
0: I agree with you 100%. But Deathgasm, wonderful, wonderful movie. It's streaming in like a million different places. Yeah, I think I watched it on
1: Tubi? I watched it on Shudder. see. I think it was Tubi I watched, I'm pretty sure. But yes, it's streaming a lot of places. It's, I mean, Tubi's free. Shudder, I think, is free too, right? No, Shudder's not free.
0: It's through Amazon, oh. but you can get it separately. with it through Amazon and instead of signing up for Amazon Prime? You can get Shudder for like five ninety nine a month. Oh, that's cool. And it's all horror movies. I've been watching a lot of that lately. Nice. Yeah,
1: I think I watch this on Tubi, which is free. Yep. So and, uh, worth it. See so, yeah, it, please. It's great. It you is. Like- these sort of things at all if you like the evil dead style thing if you like yeah you, you can like a you know, blend Was it john dies at the end yeah
0: yeah um it's also like an homage to
1: early peter jackson yep you have I, all the
0: all the gore and the uh kiwi
1: accents yeah a lot of kiwi accents there were times where i definitely could uh, i forgot to turn the subtitles on earlier on uh that was a mistake about 30 minutes of the movie i had to turn them on because so you know we got some kiwi accents there Sometimes I got a little intense.
0: So next week, we're going to Canada.
1: Oh, Canada, eh?
0: Yes. For um, My Bloody Valentine, eh? Oh, all right. From
1: 1981. Ah, ha, ha. You betcha.
0: And we're watching that. That's going to be our main episode. And we're doing a bonus with the remake of My Bloody Valentine. I feel like that's going to be painful oh i watched them both this weekend uh-huh less painful than you think it's gonna be okay
1: so it's not that awful remake. all right no it's sometimes there's some remakes that are pretty fucking terrible it's we'll, we'll talk about those next week all right I'm sure we'll yeah. get
0: to that so next week the two my bloody valentine movies and week after that we got fourth of july so probably got something lined up for that we do <laughs> We do have a movie that has Independence Day in it, and it's not Independence Day.
1: <laughs> so maybe we should do those at some point. The uh, the uh, the disaster porn. Yeah, we we
0: brought that up too. Which we need to do some Roland
1: Emmerich film. Exactly, but no, this is not going to be that one this time. But yeah,
0: this was Deathgasm. Hope you enjoyed it. Big special thanks to Charlie McMullen and William Wright and Martha Page for recording the advertisements heard in this episode. Make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you like what we do, make sure to leave a review to let others know. Help get the word out. For more episodes, check out our website, exploitatpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, at Podcast Exploit or on Instagram, at exploitatpodcast.com. Or contact us at exploititpodcast at gmail.com. And join us next week for My Bloody Valentine in June.
1: Yes, it's a few minutes
0: late. <laughs> Good night.
1: Bye. Death that Death on.